0: Welcome to the Steve Reads His post podcast. For those of you who are too busy or too lazy to actually read my post, I've taken on the huge effort of reading them to you. Enjoy. Microsoft and Salesforce.com, the 800-pound gorilla versus the elephant in the room. The photo with this post was from a short-lived marriage that I called the can't-we-all-just-get-along phase in the Microsoft-Salesforce relationship. This love fest came to an abrupt end when Microsoft acquired LinkedIn in spite of vehement efforts by Salesforce to block it, leading to irreconcilable differences and a hasty divorce. Since then, the two behemoths have been circling and sizing each other up in the ring. David versus Goliath? In the cloud business application space, Salesforce.com is sitting somewhere around a 20% market share. Microsoft sits around 4%. You have to wonder why Microsoft came up as a subject so many times at Salesforce's just-concluded Dreamforce conference. You might think that it would be better if Salesforce co-CEOs Benioff and Block just ignored Microsoft and continued to marginalize their efforts. But Microsoft is not Joe's software company. They're freaking Microsoft. In the grander landscape, according to the Forbes list of the world's largest companies, Microsoft is number 20, and Salesforce comes in at number 856. Even if you have a five times larger share of a particular area, you simply can't dismiss a competitor who's almost 43 times your size. If Salesforce is the 800-pound gorilla in business applications, Microsoft is the 34,000-pound gorilla who's starting to pluck bananas off their tree. So who is the David, and who is the Goliath here? Nadella is Salesforce's kryptonite. Before Satya Nadella took over the helm at Microsoft, Salesforce really didn't have much to worry about. Nadella's predecessor was more interested in buying things like mobile phone companies, and the Dynamics Business Group was just one of many things in the stable. While it is true that Ballmer sparked the charge of the cloud for Microsoft, it was Nadella who poured the gas on the fire. Guess what? Nadella was previously a business applications guy. Uh-oh. Since the day Nadella took over, Dynamics started becoming part of the conversation at Microsoft. He replaced the boobs that were running Dynamics with a proven leader, James Phillips. Today, Dynamics 365 and the more recent Power Platform is part of every conversation that Microsoft has with its customers. We're number one. We're number one. Sure, Salesforce can crow today. I, too, am number one. I'm the world's most successful and most read blogger, who is named Steve Mordew. Salesforce's worst nightmare is Microsoft actually focusing on their space. Remember Lotus 123 or WordPerfect? They too were number one until Microsoft decided they wanted to be there. Salesforce has stepped up the rhetoric lately, particularly at their Dreamforce conference with slides like this one presented to investors. An interesting claim. Most complete portfolio in the industry. It looks to me like, in addition to ignoring Dynamics 365 for marketing and Microsoft's industry focus, they also conveniently left off a few dozen columns. We've seen this before. Amazon, Forbes number 53, also landed in Nadella's crosshairs, and based on all of the trajectories I have seen, it looks like Microsoft may overtake them in the not-too-distant future. Salesforce has reason to be concerned. If number 20 can cause so much disruption for number 53, imagine what they could do to number 856. And now the turret is swiveling around towards them. There's seldom a public comment made by Nadella today that does not have business applications mentioned in it. The Snipers While Nadella has elevated Microsoft Business Applications in the grand scheme, the people that Salesforce really needs to be the most worried about are actually James Phillips and Alyssa Taylor. These are the two snipers on the hill overlooking the Salesforce camp, and Nadella has authorized unlimited rounds for the rifles. After he took over and got the Azure pathway cleared, Nadella turned to Business Applications. As I said above, one of the first things he did was get rid of the bumbling leadership and install these snipers. Phillips has methodically cleared out all the Keystone Cops under the prior regime, many of which are now at Salesforce. It's kind of ironic that Salesforce eagerly snapped up and put into leadership positions many of the people that Phillips determined were not good enough. Phillips inherited a losing hand, but instead of playing it out, he just threw the cards away. Plan Burning Let's face it, before the Nadella-Phillips-Taylor focus, Salesforce had little to be concerned about from Dynamics. It was more like a fly that occasionally needed swatting. The Dynamics BG looked a little schizophrenic, a bunch of random smoldering piles seemingly lit by tossing matches willy-nilly in hopes of something catching fire. Phillips and Taylor poured water on a bunch of these, and then strategically injected gas onto others. In addition, with a specific plan in hand, they lit whole new fires and have been methodically concentrating all of this raging flame into a blowtorch aimed directly at Salesforce. Based on Salesforce's reactions, they clearly feel the heat. Salesforce's Achilles' Heel There is no question that Salesforce has great products. There is also no question that for CRM, Salesforce is a better known brand than Dynamics 365. There's also no question that Salesforce has a huge following of loyal fans. But Salesforce has some gaps, and Microsoft is uniquely positioned to fill those gaps in ways that Salesforce could only wish to. For one, the relationship of business applications to productivity applications. Seriously? Quip? WTF is that? Salesforce's announced integration with Google Apps might have been a big deal had Office 365 not blown past Google Apps like they were standing still a few years ago. Einstein? A thrown-together pile of first- and third-party parts versus Azure? Microsoft owns AI today, and their business applications are being plugged directly into that universe. The Secret Share One of the segments of the business applications market that Salesforce should also worry about is the on-premise market. Obviously, they understand the opportunity, hence their acquisition of MuleSoft. But when you look across the on-premise market for IT all up, Microsoft is far and away the dominant player. Where Salesforce has cloud business applications loyalty, Microsoft has decades-long loyalty in the on-premises business. Microsoft continues to shift this legacy cache of on-premise customers into their cloud, led by Azure and Office 365. There are also a significant number of legacy Dynamics deployments in many of these on-premise troves. Probably not enough to eclipse Salesforce's 20% market share alone, but they will make a significant dent. In almost every one of these cases, Microsoft is in competition with their own legacy. Salesforce is not even in the mix. Keeping up with the Joneses. Facing the market leader, Microsoft has spent a lot of time catching up to Salesforce, but we're seeing a shift to tit for tat. Einstein was in direct response to Azure AI by Salesforce. Microsoft Learn is a direct response to Salesforce's trailhead. Salesforce's Flow is a direct reaction of Microsoft's leading the charge for citizen developers. Both companies are looking for opportunities to launch the next big thing, But given the huge palette that Microsoft has to work with, they could soon be the ones that Salesforce spends all of their effort catching up to.